Welcome in to Family Devotions with Religionless Christianity. We're so grateful that you're here. We're happy that you're joining us as we continue our walk through the book of Genesis, today discussing Genesis chapter 7. The miracles that were done in Genesis 7, of which there are many, were done by God. God brought the animals to Noah. God subdued them and allowed them to be brought safely into the ark. God physically closed the door of the ark for Noah, and God broke open the fountains of the deep to flood the earth. This is an incredible chapter of God's power and complete authority over his creation. But what was Noah's part in this amazing story? Look at Genesis chapter 7 verse 5. And Noah did according to all that Yahweh had commanded him. Noah's part in this grand tale, this tale of salvation for all mankind, was to do what he was commanded. Noah, we remember, found favor in God's eyes, Genesis chapter 6, verse 8. The next verse, verse 9, says that Noah was a righteous man. And what is righteousness but doing what God commands? Faith and works is what made Noah a righteous man, finding favor in God's eyes. Genesis chapter 6 verse 9 also tells us that Noah was blameless and walked with God. And we remember that phrase from one chapter earlier, Genesis chapter 5 verse 24, which says that Enoch walked with God. And the New American Commentary says about walking with God that it is metaphorical and indicates that Enoch had a lifestyle characterized by his devotion to God. The sense of walk in its verbal stem, indicates a communion or intimacy with God. So Noah, like Enoch, lived in a state of devotion to God. That devotion to God led to a life of obedience before God, and the result was a righteous life. Noah and Enoch are towering figures in biblical history. Both men make the list of heroes of the faith in Hebrews chapter 11. But what I want to leave you with today is that what made these men towering figures, faith in God and devotion to him that led to lives of obedience, doing what God commanded them. This should encourage you today because these men weren't unique. What made them great is what can make you great. What made them find favor in God's eyes is what will find you favor in God's eyes. Now, I can't promise that God will take you to heaven without dying like Enoch or that he'll save the world through you like Noah, but I can promise that a heart of faith and devotion to God that produces obedience and good works will ensure that you end up in the same place that they did. And Noah was used by God to be part of saving creation. Noah followed God's instructions in building the ark and bringing the animals by number as God told him. We also do the practical commands, and God does the miraculous. We do the practical preaching of the gospel, but the Holy Spirit is the one who brings life to the one who hears it. And I just love how God calls us to be in fellowship with him in this way. It's amazing that he would allow us sinners to be partakers in his amazing work of, of salvation. Noah did a great work in building the ark, exactly as God told him to. But God moved upon all the animals to come near to Noah and enter the ark. Genesis 7 verses 15 and 16 says, Pairs of all creatures that have the breath of life in them came to Noah and entered the ark. 
The animals going in were male and female of every living thing, as God had commanded Noah. Then the Lord shut him in. So we also can trust that as we obey God's command to share the gospel, that he will bring those in who he determines to save. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 5-9 through 9 says, What then is Apollos? What is Paul? Servants through whom you believed, as the Lord assigned to each. I planted Apollos water, but God gave the growth. So neither he who plants nor he who waters is anything, but only God who gives the growth. He who plants and he who waters are one, and each will receive his wages according to his labor, for we are God's fellow workers. So what a humbling thing to realize, that God saves us and calls, also calls us to work with him in saving others. Amen. And I'll end with our prayer from the Scottish Psalter of 1595, praying today from Psalms 150. Most worthy are thou, O good and gracious God, of all praises, even for thine own sake, surpassing all things in holiness. By thee alone we are made holy and sanctified. We praise thee for our glorious redemption, purchased for us in thy dearly beloved Son, Christ Jesus, as our duty continually bids us, give us thy Holy Spirit to govern us, and grant that all things which breathe with life may praise thee as the true life of all creatures, through the same Jesus Christ our Lord, who reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, one God, forever and ever. Amen.